0: Welcome to PeopleTech, the podcast of the HCM Technology Report. I'm Mark Pfeffer. My guest today is Ian White, the founder and CEO of ChartHop. They refer to themselves as a people operations platform that connects and visualizes all of a company's workforce data in one place. We're going to talk about the action aspects of data, why data matters to engagement, what it does for managers, and the importance of organization-wide knowledge, all on this edition of people Tech. Hey, Ian, thanks for coming in. ChartHop calls itself an analytics platform. How do you define that?
1: So we really started as a data foundation, one place to unify all of your organization's people data into one platform. So the people and finance teams, managers, execs can all implement initiatives like headcount, comp planning, reporting, performance reviews. And at the same time, we're a platform not just for management and not just for the people operations team, but actually for the whole organization. We help the whole organization share data. So employees can access your org chart, employee directory, and personal employee data to get the information that they need to feel connected and engaged. And so we started as a people analytics platform. And what we've actually done is transition to being a people operations platform because we, uh people o- analytics and the data foundation is really core to what we do and is, is still a big piece of what we do. But the processes and operations that we support for the modern people ops leader is goes well beyond just the analytics piece. We think of analytics as a way to power all of the different actions, insights, and activities that drive people operations. Okay.
0: And and so you're just trying to focus more on the on the operations part to get the message across that you're about more than just the data.
1: That's exactly. right. Because okay. Data is data is great. You know, Data is it's really important is step one is to actually pull your data together and make sense of it and maybe get insights out of it. But even more important than data is what kind of action can you take on the data? And so um, we become the central point of action for the programs and processes and initiatives of the people operations team. So why is that important? I think it's important because for every company that has people to manage, Um, you want to make sure that you're creating an environment that is uh, successful for everybody in it. You want to make sure that you have people have clarity on the work that they do, that they're well supported, that managers are empowered with the information that they need. And the people operations function is a people led business function that makes sure that every person in the organization is both managed and well-supported.
0: So it strikes me that this isn't the kind of area that people are talking a lot about right now. I mean, the the, the talk in the business is about engagement and experience and, and not really about operations and sort of making things happen. Um, so how does it fit, though, with experience and engagement?
1: I think it's really key that, you have an employee centric experience that you put in front of your employees. And for us, we think of employee experience as being directly intertwined with operations. So you need to, if you're going to run, let's say a performance cycle or a comp cycle or a one-on-one feedback or any of those kinds of things that you put in front of uh, employees, those are operations Right. Those are people operations they are cycles or practices or processes that are being run. But the way, the manner in which they're being presented to employees, in particular, the way that employees can engage with that data afterwards. And, you know, during that, that it's not a, a cycle is not just a way for the HR team to gather data, but is actually a way for everybody to be empowered and aligned on what we're doing. Um, we think of them as actually one and the same that a core component of a people operations platform is that every employee and every manager has this this central place uh to create a stronger experience for them
0: how is this all affecting employee expectations and and is it Mm
1: -hmm. i think that so employee expectations obviously a lot of different shifts over the last few years um I think there's been a generational shift. I think there's definitely, with the pandemic, everybody reevaluated in some ways their their philosophy on on work and and how they related to their employer. Um, I think that employers that are creating strong cultures and want to retain top talent are still creating really strong experiences. And I think what employees expect more and more is a level of transparency um, that comes with partnership, right? Things like, how am I being compensated? Uh, What is the way to advance in the organization? These are things that I think people expect a little bit more answers from their people operations team or their managers or their leaders than maybe they did a few years ago. Uh, And so it becomes really important. Can you self-serve? that information can you have really good ways of communicating that information and can you do that in a way that matches the employee experience and the culture that the organization wants to wants to create like the way that you know our organization might share our comp ranges or bands might be different than a way a different organization would and that's that that level of almost radical personalization is an important piece of, of, I think any platform that interacts with, with employees and managers.
0: And actually you, know, you just use the magic word, which is managers. Um, because whenever I get into a conversation like this about new tools, new systems, it, it tends to really be preoccupied with the employee. Mm-hmm. You know, the manager has so much responsibility in, in making Experience work, engagement work, and and all of that. So, how does the the manager fit into your equation?
1: I think the manager is in many ways the most important uh, piece. You know, I, I actually I had somebody internally at ChartHop who we had just promoted into a manager role, um, and he he was like, "Oh my god, I'm I'm seeing so much more of." The incredible, you know, just, just value of seeing all this this data at my fingertips about my team. Um, so I, I look at technology just more broadly as, as a way to empower managers, to give them the information they need, to give them the tools they need. Greetings from Evergreen Podcasts. We're rolling out a listener survey and we want to hear from you. The information in the survey will help us gather statistics and in turn make our shows more appealing to advertisers. We can't thank you enough for the support. Now back to the show. Um I think a lot of times a lot of organizations can throw new managers in the dark a little bit. Um and so we look at a people ops function, one of their key roles is actually to support and empower all the managers in the organization because f- for like frontline employees, how they experience the employees' policies, the, the the organization's policies, the culture of the organization, a lot of that's going to be driven by and filtered through their manager, right? Um, and and so if the manager is not, you know, doesn't have the right tools, doesn't have the right systems, doesn't have the right information to actually convey the policies and the practices of the People Ops team, like nothing, nothing you do is gonna really work without that, that manager engagement and buy-in. So we look at when we're sort of, you know, building our platform and thinking about our core users and stakeholders, we actually look at that middle management layer as one of the key pieces that that we build for.
0: Um, d- does that mean you you talk to these folks a lot? I mean, you've, you've obviously had customers um, yeah. and, and, and prospects and such. So what's the conversation like with them?
1: I think everybody is, you know, obviously thinking about it's a, it's a tougher economic environment. How can we make sure that we're making the most of the people we have and that we're supporting the people we have people, you know, top performers and retention for managers retention and engagement are really like top of mind. Uh, And so I think when we, when we talk to folks, it's usually around how can I make sure that I'm, making sure my team feels well taken care of, well supported, uh, that I have the information I need, like I know, you know, what everybody's comp structure looks like, or I've got a good read on somebody's uh recent performance or engagement levels. Those those are things that you want not just the HR team to know about. You want each individual manager at every level to have a good awareness. And um and for Teams that are navigating you know, hybrid, remote, some combination, many teams returning to the office, actually just knowing where people are and where people are in that in that journey has has been an important topic as well
0: now you you must have had to pivot sort of making it up as you went along during covid. Um, sure sure and and i'm I'm wondering since you're just talking about people going back to the office, but I'm wondering about people leaving the office and how, how much did that impact you? Um, How much did that impact the product?
1: Well, I think for us, uh, you know, for us personally, we're a remote team and we've stayed that way. We've, I think we've done some great in-person company offsites we've done um, for hubs where we've got a lot of people in a particular city. We'll, We'll have days where we get together, but uh, we don't have an office and we have no plans to. For our customers and for our product, um, there was all, it was all over the map, I think, in terms of uh, literally, uh, in terms of what people were doing because we actually added a, a map feature to our product during during COVID so that you can actually pull up on a map where are all your remote workers, like where are they actually working out of? And that helps both, uh, you know, help people figure out where there are opportunities to either set up a a temporary office or socialize or just measure like what are people's distance to their nearest office location if they were to do a part-time return to work. Um, so just assessing um, visually and from a data perspective, like where people are, I think has been one of the biggest adjustments. Um, but just more broadly, there's obviously been a lot of a lot of changes to compensation policies. We run, you know, comp cycles for all our customers, and people have very different practices that have evolved around how they how they approach, you know, remote remote pay versus in office pay, and 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 location adjustments, and all of that stuff. So um, there's been a lot that's changed on that front. Uh, we have seen a lot more, you know, return to work or return to office situations, uh, but a lot of companies uh, like us. Continuing to to go fully remote as well.
0: You closed a pretty significant round of funding not very long ago. Um, can you tell me about that?
1: Yes, I mean you know we we were fortunate to to be growing still pretty well uh, in this uh, you know tougher last year that's been for for tech companies, and uh, we. We, we were able to raise from a great partner on great terms, um, and feel really good about that. Uh, so that we can keep just executing and and growing on, on what we're doing. Um, you know, we went out and 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 raised and talked to a, a lot of good potential partners, um, and I think we really found uh, the right one uh, through those conversations. And it was a you know a a good thing to just kind of be able to keep investing in building this really new type of people operations platform. Um, and, uh, you know, I, I we look at a lot of the use of raising capital is to just keep accelerating our growth and keep investing in the product uh, because as we, as we keep building our product, uh, there's really nothing quite like it out there.
0: Now, um, do you have certain areas you're going to develop with this money or, you know, certain goals in mind for it?
1: We've got a lot a lot of plans in mind this year. I think um, I I don't want to share product roadmap before it it hits, but we've been working with uh, some larger organizations on um, as definition partners on some really really new and exciting ways of managing people uh, in, in organizations, which I can't share more about, but when we launch it, it's going to be, I think really, really amazing. So that's, that's one thing I'm really excited about. And, uh, the, the roadmap of just stuff we're building, I think is, is really amazing. I just don't want to, don't want to share before, before it's all out. Good enough. Ian, thanks very much. It was great to talk with you. It was great to talk to you too.
0: My guest today has been Ian White, the founder and CEO of ChartHub, and this has been People Tech, the podcast of the HCM Technology Report. We're a publication of Recruiting Daily. We're also a part of Evergreen Podcasts. To see all of their programs, visit www.evergreenpodcasts.com. And to keep up with HR technology, visit the HCM Technology Report every day. We're the most trusted source of news in the HR tech industry. Find us at www.HCMTechnologyReport.com. I'm Mark Pfeffer. Do you love news about LinkedIn, Indeed, Google, and just about every other recruitment tech company out there? Hell yeah.